E-Town Hall in the foothills of the Rocky Mountains, it's E-Town. We're highlighting guests from our 2013 season, including Joe Ely, City in Color, Kate Earle, Dave Alvin, and the legendary Leon Russell, plus more. I'm Helen Forster. Right now, here's our host, Nick Forster. Thank you, Helen. Hello, everybody. Welcome to E-Town. We are getting closer to running through our archives as we're now inside of the last 10 years, which means that all of our songs that we're going to share with you this week also have videos. You can find those on our YouTube channel. It still means that we haven't heard any of this music for a long time, and uh, it's a treat for all of us to revisit this stuff, especially our visit with the late, great Leon Russell, which is coming up later on in this show. So fall is beginning to happen here in Boulder with definitely cooler nights. It's my favorite season. One more transition among so many. We have had to adapt over the last couple of years, especially, and maybe now we're accepting COVID as another thing, kind of like the flu. But we're not back to where we were, especially with smaller music halls and listening rooms. If there is one near you, please try to check in with them and see how they're doing. Important part of the musical ecosystem. Speaking of music, we have a cool first set of music for you. Canadian Dallas Green, City in Color, is here. We've got the Wood Brothers, Boulder Natives, now living in Nashville. They came back to E-Town in 2013. We've got a song from them, and up first from Texas, another great writer and performer, our pal Joe Ely. He's playing live with me and Helen and the house band on stage at E-Town from back in our 2013 season. Here he is, Joe Ely. Say you won't drama I give you drama You won't muscle I give you nerve You won't sugar Would you settle for honey You won't romance Would you settle for love would you settle for love? Would you settle for love? Would you settle for love? Or do you need all that meaningless stuff? Would you settle for love? Would it be enough? Baby, would you settle for love? You on fire I give you fever You on kisses I'll give you all I got You on diamonds You settle for rhinestone You want a romance Would you settle for love Settle for love Would you settle for love Would you settle for love I do in me All that meaningless stuff Would you settle for love Would it be enough Baby Would you settle for love 
Would you settle for love? Would you settle for love? Would you settle for love? Or do you need all that meaningless stuff? Would you settle for love? Would it be enough? Would you settle for love? 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 Hurting me, all I need is love. Would you settle for love? Would it be enough? Welcome back, once again, the Wood Brothers. I'm sure like this new place. It's a cool place. I think there's spirits in here. I can feel the spirits. I really do believe there's a joy somewhere 
up above my head, and up above my head. I hear music everywhere. Up above my head, up above my head, up above my head. I hear music everywhere. I really do believe. I really do believe there's a joy somewhere. That's the Wood Brothers, Oliver Wood, guitar and vocals, Chris Wood, bass and harmonica and vocals, and John O'Ricks, drums, melodica, singing the high harmony. The CD is called Live Volume 2, Nail and Tooth. Right now, would you please help me welcome back City in Color. Hi, everybody. First of all, I'd just like to say uh, thank you very much to everyone here at E-Town for having me back. It's a, it's a really wonderful place, a really wonderful operation they've got going here. It's, it's not often that you get to, uh, well, I don't think ever really you come across something like this, so it's, it's really great. I think you should give them all a round of applause. Another one, please. So... Uh, I'm gonna have uh, I'm gonna have Nick and Helen come out. We, th we, we whipped up a couple of versions this afternoon. So. I heard
Thank you. Thank you, City in Color and the Wood Brothers and Joe Ely. We'll be back with more after a short break. This portion of E-Town is made possible by the Bohemian Foundation, building stronger communities through the Bohemian qualities of creativity and imagination. On the web at bohemianfoundation.org. And if you're curious about E-Town's home base, E-Town Hall, our beautiful solar-powered music venue, community center, and recording studio located in downtown Boulder, Colorado, you can learn more about it on our website, etown.org. As a reminder, for your viewing pleasure, there are over 2,000 videos on the E-Town YouTube channel, where you can also subscribe in order to stay up to date with our latest offerings. You're listening to E-Town.
I'm Nick Forster. Welcome back to E-Town. We're going to dive in right now with a set of music from the Southwest. One from Texas, one from New Mexico. Max Gomez is from Taos, New Mexico. And Kat Edmondson grew up in Texas, but now has been living in New York, where she's really been making some waves. She's acting, singing. She's just made a holiday record, and she stayed really busy. So here from the E-Town stage comes Kat Edmondson, followed by Max Gomez. the street was as natural a thing as he'd ever done he knew what had begun this was the one this was the one Blessings as she'd say That her love was as sure As the setting sun Never to be This was the one 
you. Please help me welcome for the first time from New Mexico, Mr. Max Gomez. Thank you, good to be here. Been hearing about E-Town all my life. There's a good radio station in my hometown. They play the show on Sunday afternoons. And as long as I'm in town, I'll be listening, you know? Wait, 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 wait. I forgot to turn on that little Sears amp. <laughs> Every good amp needs to warm up. It needs a few minutes. It's like any good man. Yeah, women are, are warmed up right out of the gate. I think it's ready. I was walking around with my old friend Where the pavement ends and the trouble began It's true that's where I ran into you White blossoms in a raven hair Got a funny feeling and a dead man's stare Wishing I knew I should have run from you I should have run from you I should have run but I couldn't move, you know I hadn't a clue I should've run from you Sunday morning, her hand in mine Through my window the light did shine somehow It felt so right In a land far from here Another man was missing you, dear, living a lie of sleepless nights. I should have run from you. I should have run, but I couldn't.
Begin. Right now, I'm going to tell you about our next guest. Leon Russell has had a career in music that is like no other. He started playing piano in uh, Tulsa, his hometown, at the age of four. He started playing in the bars maybe around 14. He, uh, his first band, The Starlighters, went on the road with Jerry Lee Lewis when he was about 17. He moved to L.A. right after high school. He quickly became a first-call session musician, played on tons of hit records by people like Glenn Campbell and Barbara Streisand and Ike Tina Turner and Ricky Nelson and Herb Alpert and Frank Sinatra and Aretha Franklin and Dean Martin and Marvin Gaye and the Monkees and the Beach Boys and the Birds and on and on and on. It's a huge list. And uh, those are just the ones we remember. Uh, he went on to become a band leader, of course, for Joe Cocker and eventually a touring artist and star in his own right. He had his own record company. He produced records for lots of other artists, helped people he thought who deserved a little extra attention. And all along the way, he wrote songs, songs like A Song for You, Hummingbird, Superstar, Delta Lady, Masquerade, and more. And uh, more recently, he made a record with Sir Elton John, and they went on the road together because, as Elton says, Leon is my hero. He's a recent inductee into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He's just a powerhouse, and he really has changed the shape of American music. We're happy to have him back on this stage here at E-Town. Please welcome Leon Russell. Just thinking about you today and the evening you slept in the mountain, but I cannot get through to you. Find words to say to you, darling. So far away. Oh no, I'm not crying. These ain't tears in my eyes. I'm so happy. I'm dying with laughter. If you don't leave, come over. That you see We're not lonesome My cricket and me Your picture 
reminds me I wanted to be free I hurt you and drove you away If you'd only come over I'm sure that you'd see Well, not lonesome my cricket and me Well, not lonesome my cricket and me Leon Russell, welcome back. It's been too long. It's been many years since you've been on E-Town. Thank you. Glad you're here. I want to talk a little bit about your hometown of Tulsa, Oklahoma. Was the music scene in Tulsa segregated? Was there like black bars and white bars, or was everybody mixed in? Or? I guess there was some white bars. I never went to them. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, since it was a dry state, I don't think y'all have that out here. No. But it didn't mean there wasn't any liquor. It meant that there wasn't any liquor laws. So I got to start playing in the nightclubs when I was 14. I'd wow. And so the music on the radio was just pop music and whatever, whatever you were hearing? Well, I yeah. don't know. I go play my little job. I come home, listen to the music, and all they had on there was uh, Pentecostal music and uh, rhythm and blues. Wow. That's what I heard. I, I was playing in the Methodist church at that time, and I brought a little of that Pentecost in, into the church. If you, forgive me, the Methodists are a little bit starchy. <laughs> and uh, they run me off and got another 14-year-old to play for me. <laughs> they could sense the path that you were already on, probably. Um, and then you got out to Los Angeles, and when you moved there after high school, did you just live in a motel, or did you have friends to stay with? Or? Well, sometimes I had a motel. Um, sometimes I had friends, even. I don't, <laughs> it was pretty rough, really. I went out there when I got out of high school to get into the advertising business. You know, Plink Plink Jazz and all Stan Freeberg and yeah. nine Chinese doctors and all that. And after those advertising guys hurt my feelings a couple of times, I started playing on people's records. Yeah. And uh, I got a call one day from Electra Records. I went down there as a young man wearing what they call a nudie suit. Nudie the Rodeo Taylor. It had uh, cacti and horses and horseshoes and covered wagons and rhinestones. He had a band called the Flying Burrito Brothers. Yeah. He was crazy about hillbilly music. He meaning Graham Parsons? Yeah, Graham yeah. Parsons. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so that's a big jump. You just leaped over a big chunk of time, but there you were. You went right, you're in L.A., you're in the thick of it, and uh, I know you worked for, um, or on sessions produced by Phil Spector, quite a few of those. Was he an interesting guy to work with? Well, yeah, he wasn't a tiny murderer at that time. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know, he came up to me the first day I was there, and he came up and did his hands like this, and he said, play dumb. He, he had uh, little respect for the audience. He thought they were kind of idiots, I think. I don't know. Yeah. There's a great story that Cher tells about a session that you're in with uh, Phil And Spector. you're going to tell it now, right? <laughs> no, you're going to tell it. <laughs> 
Well. You don't have to, but you can if you want. No, it was, uh, you got to see Cher tell it. She knows how to tell that <laughs> It's a legendary story. And if you look on YouTube, you can find it. Um, so, um, just the, the list of records that you played on, are there any of those that where you got to the session and you thought, man, this is really something kind of cool, or were most of them just like going to work and here's the job at hand and I'm gonna you know, make a chart and play these parts? Well, I felt uh, proud to be there, as Emmy Pearl said. You know, I was, uh, I'd never expected to do that. I yeah. played on a Aretha Franklin record at Columbia when she was on Columbia. And I remember after the session, I had about 30 strings on there. And the string players all tapped their bows on the music stand. That's about as excited as they ever got. I never, <laughs> never saw that, but I thought that was pretty amazing. It's funny what you remember, right, from those years. Yeah. But, uh, and then the next thing you know, uh, Joe Cocker comes in. It's, it's interesting that, uh, you know, the Joe Cocker period of time where that Mad Dogs and Englishman tour and you're out there, you put the band together, right? And Well, yeah, actually, I'm, Joe had fired his band in England and uh, they came over and the musicians union was getting ready to give him a hard time because he had 50 shows booked. And they said, you got to play these shows or we're not going to let you play here again. So then he asked me to help him, and I basically just called up all my friends who were out of work, which is all my friends, <laughs> and asked them to come play. Uh, we went down to Herb Alpert's place. That was the old Charlie Chaplin studio. Right, at, uh, A&M, yeah. yeah. They had a huge movie room in there, and... The first day we had about 10, the second day we had about 30, and the third day we had about 50. It was getting kind of out of hand. But uh, we ended up with about, I guess, 25 or 30 people. You couldn't keep them out of the band, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> Too much fun. Yeah, it was yeah. a lot of fun. Well, it's just an amazing story, and uh, I like the fact that you know, you really had a sense of, um, you know, the music that you appreciated and you enjoyed, and you found a way to infuse that into other people's songs, whether it was, you know, George Harrison's scene for the, the big concert for Bangladesh or other people's records or other people's concerts and performances. But you can tell when you've put your hands and your stamp on these songs, you, you know, you can hear your your take on this stuff. I don't know how to describe it. It's just, well, you're doing a terrific job. <laughs> Well, you know. And then more recently, I should just sort of fast forward, and there's so much you've done all this stuff, it's like hard to skip so much. But I will say that more recently, um, you got a call from Sir Elton John, who just said, hey, well, let's make a record, I guess. Is that what happened? Pretty much. Uh, I hadn't spoken to him in 35 years. I mean, you get the impression that, you know, we talked every day, but that's not, <laughs> not the case. He called up and asked me to do that, and I thought that was great. I was lying there watching as the world turns, and <laughs> next thing you know. But George Harrison's wife said of Elton, which I think really pretty much describes you, he's spiritually correct. Uh, you might not know that seeing some of his earlier videos. Right. But I think some other forces had a hold of him at that time. <laughs> But he really is quite the, uh, I mean, he's raised huge amounts of money for his charities. And, yeah. Uh, he's a great person. Yeah. That must have been fun, making that record, having that band and going on the road a little bit with those guys. 
It was great. Yeah. We, we had a lot of fun. Yeah. And, uh, and is it, are you now uh, off of his calendar? Or are you guys still doing stuff together or is waiting but, another 35 years before he calls you again? I hope not. I, I don't think I've got that much time left. <laughs> but um, he works way too hard, I think. Yeah. But uh, I think he's about ready to, to start up again. Well, all I know is that it's great to have you back on the show, and it's great to just get to spend some time with you and hear you play and, and sing. And uh, I know that it's, it must be hard for you to look back and think about things like legacy and influence and all the stuff you've done and all the changes you've made. But we know, we know that uh, what you've been about and the difference you've made, and uh, we appreciate it. Well, thank you. Yeah, thanks for stopping by. We're going to get back to music. Welcome back. A recent inductee in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Mr. Leon Russell. Look in my eyes You know I love my sweet Emily 
It was such an honor to have Leon Russell here at E-Town Hall. His playing and singing are so distinctive. His career was just ridiculous. He made his musical mark in so many ways. He's really one of the treasures we found in our treasure trove of the archived E-Town shows. We will be back with more after a short break. Your visit to E-Town is made possible in part by the Scientific and Cultural Facilities District, or SCFD, one of the largest cultural funding mechanisms in the United States, supporting nearly 300 organizations in the greater Denver area. And by our diverse family of NPR affiliates and community stations, plus college and commercial stations, as well as our international stations and podcast subscribers worldwide. Thank you for your continued support. In case you tuned in late and you've missed some of this week's program, the E-Town Podcast will have this episode and others, along with content from past shows as well. It's available for free in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, and other podcast directories. You're listening to E-Town. I'm Nick Forster. I'd like to say hello to our listeners who are hearing E-Town on stations like WRUR in Rochester, New York, on KRVS in Lafayette, Louisiana, and on KTAO, KTAO, Solar Radio down in Taos, New Mexico. As always, if you'd like some more information about what we're up to here at E-Town, you can find lots of stuff online at etown.org. Welcome back. We've got a few more songs for you all. Before we do, we want to let you know that we are excited about making some new shows that we're going to be sharing with you soon. We're also still loving the exploration of our archives as we're doing this week, and we're still getting good feedback from you all, so thanks for that. Of course, we're also getting inquiries about our new season, so keep it coming, and we'll try our best. In this next set of music, we're going to start out with one of our favorite guests over the years, someone who has always had intensity in his performances, even when it's just him and a guitar. And maybe that comes from his early days of seeing all the blues legends playing at the Ashgrove or his being in the Blasters. Anyway, here comes a little mini set with the Alaska native who's now living in London, Kate Earle. And before that, here's Dave Alvin on stage at E-Town from back in 2013. This is a song about a young, handsome, talented rhythm and blues singer from Memphis, Tennessee in the early 1950s. Not the one you're thinking of, but a guy by the name of Johnny Ace, and he had the world at his feet, except he had one little kinky thing. He liked to play with guns before he went on stage. He would invite some women backstage, take out a 22 pistol, take out five bullets, leave one in, spin the chamber, put it up to his temple, and pull the trigger. Now, we've all done that once. Twice, maybe. Right, Nick? 
but he did it every night from 1951 until Christmas night, 1954, where we pick up the story. Big Mama said He 
put a 22 pistol right up to his head. Then he smiled at the ladies. Now, Johnny Ace is dead. Kate Earl from Los Angeles. Welcome back, Kate Earl. I'd like to have Nick Helen and the E-Town Band join us for the song California.
Thanks to Kate Earl and Dave Alvin and to the E-Tones, Chris and Christian and Ron and Helen. We've got time for one more song. I want to thank our production crew. That is essentially Todd Ayers. And a special thanks to Helen Forster. We're going to leave you with a song from a band that got its start at the open mics in Seattle and then got to be big stars and headline Red Rocks and other huge places. Here comes the head and the heart. I'm Nick Forster. Hope you can be with us next week right here in E-Town. is a production of E-Town. Wow, so much great music from 2013. So many great visits with these artists, and we're remembering all these songs we played. I have to say the standout for me was my visit with Leon Russell. Just such a legend. It was such an honor to have him. I'm Nick Forster. Thank you for listening.